back to the one where I met your mother, a podcast about friends and how I met your mother. <laughs> I'm David. I'm Natalie. I just stepped on your toe. Yeah. <laughs> That's a real bad habit that I have. Yeah. Um, Do you remember that one time that, that I like ripped your toenail off? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I had just started a new job and I was off to work. Like, you were like being like the supportive girlfriend, like, have a good job at your, have a good day at your first, your new job, your first day. And you gave me a big hug and I like not only stepped on your foot, I like ripped your toenail. Well, it like knocked the wind out of me. And then I was like, look down and it was like a pool of blood. Yeah. Oh, I feel so bad about that. Yeah, it was disgusting. Um, It wasn't that bad this time. No, that was just a um uh, so when this is released it'll be uh what? the fourth of july right i think i should put that up yeah that night or, or early the fifth yeah yeah so that's one way to celebrate happy birthday america happy birthday america yeah um yeah i mean it's a certainly a great place to live Right, oh, right yeah. now, great nothing, place to be wrong. LGBTQIA plus. Great, great place, place to be, be non-white. It's yeah. just everything is really marching forward in this For in everyone. this country. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Equal opportunities and <sighs> rights, um, free from debt. <laughs> so this is what we're when so like tonight when we're all like. Ooh, ah, about the fireworks. This yeah. is what we're celebrating. I still like fireworks, though. I can't. I mean, I feel I bad for deny. the pets in this great country. Yeah, it's a problem. Yeah, I think the pets just need to be more patriotic. I think it's their, it's their fault. No, they're the ones who know better. <laughs> they don't know. They don't like what it symbolizes. That's what they're scared of. Yeah. <laughs> That's what. So when your pets are like shaking and trying to get away, it's because they're like. Because of the Haven't you guys thought about all the police brutality? Yeah. Yeah. Gun violence. Anyway, uh, so this is not. This is off to a rocky start. This is not a podcast about our uh, liberal politics. Uh, it's a podcast about friends and how I met your mother, right? Yeah. Which uh, is two shows we watch back to back. We watch concurrently. We watch one. What the hell are you looking at? The spider spray. I keep forgetting to bring it down to the garage. I don't like looking at it. Because it's got a big spider on it? Yeah. <laughs> all right, now you don't have to look at it. Um, all right, so, yeah, we bought some spider spray. Might have a spider problem in the garage. We definitely have a Black Widow problem we had. in the garage. We had. We had someone come out professionally, get rid of our roommates, yeah. <laughs> our guests who are living in the garage, yeah. like Fonzie. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, and now we bought some spider spray to make sure they don't come back. Yeah. All right. But this is a podcast. We're watching an episode of Friends, an episode of How I Met Your Mother every week. Uh, compare and contrast, all sorts of recaps and other segments. We're on season five, episode 12 of both shows. Season five, episode 12 of Friends is called The One with Chandler's Work Laugh. And season five, episode 12 of How I Met Your Mother is called Girls versus Suits. We're going to put a pin in the girls in the suits. And we're going to kick off with season five, episode 12 of Friends. The one with Chandler's work laugh. So uh, we kind of pick up more or less where we left off, where Rachel and Joey are the only two who know about Monica and Chandler, but Monica and Chandler don't know that Rachel knows. So Rachel is trying to get, uh, trying to pump uh, Joey for info. Um, but we realize he doesn't actually know anything. He knows that they're hooking up, and that's yeah. literally the end of what he knows. Because I think the implication is I think he doesn't want to know anymore because he's already keeping enough secrets the yeah. less he knows the better and also like he kind of doesn't care yeah that's true you know he's like made peace with it and now he's just like oh it's just a fact i don't need yeah. to know about love yeah. how like who the made the first move and yeah. what they're like when they're together yeah. yeah um but joey's eating some pizza that actually kind of looked pretty good it looked real greasy yeah i think we're saying the same thing <laughs> uh <laughs> Uh, and after the opening titles, we were we're at the perk. It's snowy outside. There's snow along the window. I like mm-hmm. that touch because it's January in in Manhattan. Uh, and Ross uh, smashes a scone because it's English, and because he finds out that yeah. Emily is getting married. Um, and I think is it Rachel who says like Do they teach you that in your anger management classes. Yeah, because he's supposed to be taking anger management classes as part of his. Uh, sabbatical from work yeah 
um, leave of absence. Uh, but he's mad that Emily's getting remarried. Um, I guess that's about it for that scene. There's nothing else that happens in that scene, is that I call except that Joey wants to eat this <laughs> scone. Joey's like, scone. Can eat that? <laughs> this flattened scone. Uh, but Monica is accompanying Chandler to a work uh, party, mm-hmm. which she's excited about. They're both excited about because there's no none of their friends are around. They can just be a couple. <laughs> Right? Yeah, it's funny. So it's January, and the reason for the party is they had leftover alcohol from the Christmas party, which I like. Yeah, that's funny. Um, And Chandler's boss is still played by Sam McMurray, and he's still kind of a blowhard. And uh, um, he tells bad jokes, and Chandler laughs at them because that's, I mean, it's understandable, I guess. Kiss your boss's ass. Yeah, Monica doesn't like it, but... um, uh, so, the, but that's that's the basically the, he's he has a big fake work laugh and and Monica tries hers out and it's a bit over the top. Uh, then Monica is at the perk the next day with an enormous muffin, like a chocolate chip muffin that mm-hmm. is like really big. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and is it really big or is she just very small? I think it's probably a little bit of both. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then there's something about a tennis racket. Um, oh, Chandler needs a tennis racket. Mm-hmm. To play tennis. That's right. To play tennis. Right. He comes by. Boss. He's like, you really impressed my boss. He and his wife want to play tennis with us. I need a tennis racket because Joey used mine to hit rocks. And apparently he also used Rachel's to hit rocks. Um, yeah. And so there's a. But anyway, the, the gist is that Chandler's boss wants to hang out with them. Yeah. Because Monica, they made a good impression. Um, I was going to say we don't have a tennis racket, but we do. It's not ours, but we do have one. <laughs> Oh, from our the previous... The previous owners, owners left a bunch of stuff behind, most of which we threw away, but there... There's a bunch of stuff up there. Including that, a tennis racket. We need to, we need to shimmy up a ladder and see what's up there. Yeah. It might be a fortune. You think? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, Maybe a there treasure. is a fortune. <laughs> yeah. I think it's just like a dartboard. Okay. Or, you know, you never know. We might solve a mystery or rewrite history. Yeah. Mysteries, <laughs> mysteries. Um, I was singing DuckTales. Oh. <laughs> Um, not uh, Cottontails or I can't remember the lyrics to the, the DuckTales theme song yeah. not Cottontails or Cottontails it's DuckTales uh, anyway so uh, Rachel is uh, spending her lunch break at the perk because she much like she failed at pumping Joey for information so now she's going to try and pump Monica for information but Monica is not giving up not giving into anything she's not not letting on about anything. Yeah. So Rachel goes back to work. She leaves um, in a huff. <laughs> yeah, she does leave in a huff. Um, I mean, she also leaves in a skirt suit. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, at the um, fellow's apartment, they're racing the rooster and the duck. Um, right? Yeah. Um, oh, no, no, no. Sorry, that's later. I'm, I'm jumping ahead. This is when... Ross has written, sorry, chicken the duck. It is a chicken, right? Chicken the duck. Yeah. I said last week it was a rooster. I think it's a chicken. Yeah. But I don't know. Is it? I think it's a chicken. It has like a big fluffy tail. I don't know. No one listened. No one, uh, none of the listeners, uh, none of the friends and mothers wrote in about that. So, no, this wasn't about the racing. That happens later. This is Ross stayed up writing a mean letter to Emily, yeah. and the duck, like, I guess, shat on it, is what I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. And then he's like happy. Yeah. Ross is toxic. Yes, <laughs> um, yes, yes, yes. Uh, Joey's bummed that Ross doesn't want to go with him <laughs> to see uh, to see you've got mail. Yeah, <laughs> it's Tim Rock, Tom Hanks, and Meg Ryan. And the, they've got mail. Um, uh, then um, Chandler and Monica are kicking the boss and his wife's ass at tennis. Or really, Monica is kicking this, yeah. and Chandler is like, "You gotta let them win, lose, or let them win one." Um, and Monica it, says, okay, 95% is the best I could do, which yeah. is funny. It's very Monica. Yeah. Yeah. Very competitive. So, um, yeah, Monica doesn't like that. Uh, doesn't like work Chandler. Um, we'll get more of that later. Uh, then later that night, everyone's over at the fellow's apartment because Ross hasn't come home. No one knows where Ross is. Yeah, they're worried about him. They're worried about him. Um, <laughs> and then he comes home late, and it turns out he didn't, the reason he didn't come home is because he had a... Well, 
even before that, he like he said that he had a drink and then he just like walked around the city at night. But Joey knows a thing or two about yeah, hooking yeah, hooking up. up and yeah. he, so, so he, he immediately sniffs it out. Yeah, yeah. And it turns out he didn't just hook up with anyone; he hooked up with Janice. Which I was. Did you see me? You were delighted. No, I my my mouth dropped. You were my jaw do- dropped. A dog. Yeah, I mean I love. Janice, so much. My favorite character on the show. I love Maggie Wheeler. I love Janice. But also, like... Who did you think it could be? Did you have a suspicion? No, I didn't think it was going to be anyone. Oh. Or uh, Copy Shop Girl. Oh, okay. That would have been interesting, right? If you went back to her. I liked her. Because I liked how she, like, knew it was a one-night stand and wanted Ross to get back together with Rachel. Yeah, she was cool with it. I always liked the Copy Shop Girl. What if it were... um, Carol. That would have been crazy. That would have been quite a storyline, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I was I was shocked. Um, but delighted to see her. Delighted to see Maggie Wheeler. She's just the best. Uh, Rachel finally, like, just confronts Monica. Look, I know what's going on. I over, she recounts the entire conversation that she overheard word for word yeah. uh, last week. Um Monica tries out her fake laugh again. She gaslights the shit <laughs> and then, out of Rachel. Yeah, gaslights Rachel, exactly. Um, and now we get to one of my favorite scenes, which is Joey and Phoebe racing the chicken and the duck. Yeah. Because I just like when Joey and Phoebe hang out. They're yeah. my favorite pairing. Yeah. yeah. They, well, they went to the movies together. Yeah, that's how you've got mail. got mail. And then they're just hanging out. Now they're racing, racing birds. Um, Ross comes home. He spent all day with Janice and had a great time and yeah. uh basically and he's joey's just not so happy like about trauma it. dumping on well Janice. we don't know that yet yeah yeah we don't get that yet and um uh third time's a charm so chandler and monica go to dinner at sim mcmurray's house um and monica like takes or when when they leave the room monica has a whole uh speech about how she doesn't respect this chandler you know this brown noser yeah but then once she sees the alternative yeah uh she ends up helping him out yeah uh with the brown nosing um yeah i don't know um do you think work you is different than home you yeah i think to some extent because i like to keep them separated <laughs> yeah, um, kids and guns. So yeah, I don't think I'm myself at work. Yeah, I don't think I'm fully myself. Yeah. I'm definitely like, yeah. I think I'm just like. I think very, I'm quieter. At I'm work. very polite, and I'm like, I have to like try to play like very friendly because I feel like because you're not because I'm not. <laughs> you're very always been very friendly to me. But maybe I overdo it. Um, okay. So also, my phone voice is different when I'm talking to like it when I'm working. My phone voice is different. Okay. Have you noticed that about me? Uh, I can tell. Yeah, I can tell when you're on the phone or on a Zoom meeting. Yeah. I guess I can tell when you're on the phone with work or if you're on the phone with like your sister or something. It's a different right different sound. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh, Joey comes over to Rachel's apartment to read his comic books because uh, Monica and Chandler are being too loud in Chandler's bedroom. Um, uh, let's see. So Rachel decides she's finally just going to go over there. Storm, storm in. Yeah, storm in to confront them. But again, her eavesdropping skills um, come into into play. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she hears Monica feeling bad about how much she has to lie to Rachel and she's not used to lying to Rachel so Rachel I guess seems satisfied by this yeah. and turns around to go but she knocks a lamp off the table yeah. and Monica comes out in her uh, boxers and, and, and tank top and uh, continues to lie about how Chandler's paying her to clean his bedroom Yeah. Um, uh, and Rachel sort of pretends to buy it yeah. And then Chandler's like, boy, she's really gullible. Um, but Rachel gives Monica a big hug beforehand. So yeah. that's that's cute. Uh, then we get to the scene you were talking about at the perk where <laughs> Ross 
didn't get the latte that he ordered and he starts to like almost cry and Janice is like what now and, yeah. and that's what we realized that you were talking about that like the only reason Ross has been so happy with Janice is because she's just been listening to him yeah. just yeah dump all of his yeah. complaints and uh, so she breaks it off with him uh, as she should and then Ross has a whole thing about well, like she calls him whiny yeah and Ross is like you're you think I'm yeah whiny. I'm annoying you Janice it's like Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Ross has been more annoying than Janice a hundred percent of the time. Yeah. Janice is the best. Um, I had a real quick um, friends and mothers. Do you have a different persona for work? Okay. And home. Yeah. Or call to action. Call to action. Different personas for different elements of your life. And what does that look like? Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, Different personas. I'm going to put that down. Yeah. Okay. Or is it persona? Whatever you'd like. (laughs) Okay. Next call to action. What is the plural of persona? (laughs) Is it persona? Well, my... My phone did not put a red underline under, under persona, so I think it's a word. Right. But if you wrote personas, does it change it? No, it didn't do that one either. Yeah. So I guess my phone says both are acceptable. Okay. Do you say persona or personas? Or persona? Person? Nope. Personas or persona? Yeah, I think I'm gonna most start saying persona. Say personas. I like to. I don't know. It's probably insufferable of me, but I like the. I like to say matrices or. Indices instead of matrices or indexes. Yeah, I, I like that. to say, uh, what's the other one? Media instead of mediums. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I like that. Stadia instead of stadiums. That's mm-hmm. a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's another call to action. What are your favorite plurals? Okay. Um, do you have any? Um, octopi? I, d- I don't know. But isn't octopi wrong? I think and that is. I think, I, I, think yeah. you, I think you told me that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cacti is fun. Yeah, cacti is a good one. Um, well, I have it on the tip of my tongue, and now I can't think of. Oh, well. Oh, yeah. So, the w- tableau. T-A-B-L-E-O-U. Mm-hmm. The plural is also pronounced tableau, but it has an X on the end. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. Okay. Um, finally, uh... Ross tells Chandler about uh, Janice. Jan- Chandler immediately, initially doesn't care, but then Ross is talking about like the bro code. Well, he doesn't call it the bro code, but right. um, essentially the bro code. Um, um, and uh, uh, he lists like the people you're not supposed to sleep with, like exes, yeah. ex-girlfriends, potential girlfriends, or relatives. And Chandler's like, wait a second. So he makes a big deal out of performatively forgiving Ross and giving him $27 and saying nice things so that because eventually Ross is going to find out about him and Monica. And that's how the episode ends. Yeah. Do you have any uh, other stray observations? Mm. Mm. Uh, No. Let's move on to funniest moments. Uh, I only have one. Okay. Which um, when they find out about Janice, (laughs) Phoebe says... Are you going to see her again? And Joey says, Phoebe, don't put ideas in his head. And then Ross says, I am going to see her again. And Joey says, damn it, Phoebe. Phoebe. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I love, we we both love Maggie Wheeler, but when she says to Ross, you missed a right place at the right time. (laughs) And then also at the end of the episode, um, she just like breaks up with Ross Joey comes into the park and she's kind of flirtatious with Joey and she said that's two out of three seductively yeah Um, and then Joey's just like disgusted at the idea which he's wrong for he's wrong she's like so hot yeah unbelievable Um, uh, when Phoebe and Joey are having fun with the uh, birds um, it was a Joey who said and the duck gets the nutter butter yeah Um, that was funny. Um, when Rachel is 
pretending to um, believe Monica about the job as a house cleaner. Yeah. Um, Rachel's like, well, that's a great way to make a little pocket change. Yeah. Does like a little like <laughs> tap to her pocket. <laughs> well done, Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. That's good. Should we move on to Friends But Make It Fashion? Yeah. I only have one, but it's a huge one. Okay. Is it the orange fur coat? It's, well, it's everything leading up to that. Okay. First, we get to the per- this is the scene where Janice breaks up with Ross. And first, she's wearing this really cool, like, long sleeve tee that has, like, a big flower on it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And then, you know how, this is like the reverse of, you know how often on Project Runway, they'll do a reveal, they'll come out and they'll, like, be wearing, like, a coat or a jacket or yeah. a cloak or something and, like, throw it off and there's something. This was almost the opposite of that, where, like, when she stands up to leave, she pulls up this huge, like, like trench type coat but with a really uh what's the word fuzzy i'm looking for lining? fuzzy like fur lining yeah. or collar and lining yeah. and and she picks up her purse, matching purse which is also fur lined around the top yeah she always what, um, what she a, always wears like the perfect uh coordinated accessories yeah. she also had these big giant amber rings which kind of matched the coat and the <sighs> bag yeah she's just great. the best yeah I think she might be one of my favorite TV characters of all time. Is that going too far? She's a good one. I think she's one of my favorite television characters of all time. She's great. Um, do you have any more for fashion? No. Okay, so real quick, props to the props department. We're back with Guiltless Gourmet on top of the boys' I had it fridge, under the umbrella. Right in front of Doritos. <laughs> so I guess it's a balance. Yeah. Um, and then also... Um, Mazel to the Magna. Yeah. There was a progression, which... Okay, like, I, only saw, I only caught two of them. So the first one was Joey called Kim yeah. with a smiley face. And then the next day it was Jay, Kim called again. Yeah, I saw that. So he never called Kim yeah. back. And then the next day it was just like swirls. Oh, okay. I didn't notice the last one. But I yeah. like the I like the progression. Yeah, Kim called again. Uh, under the umbrella, what do you got? Okay. Um, Ross smashing the... Um, <laughs> Scone. The scone, like in the middle of the perk. Him just like running in, screaming, like demanding a scone right away, not paying for it, and then trashing, like just treating the perk so disrespectfully. Yeah. There's a question. Have we ever seen any of the friends exchange money for their stuff no, at the. No. Do you think they have like enormous tabs, their like tab Norm must be at, the, at Cheers? Yes. 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 <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, when Rachel worked there, I don't even think she got paid. She was just, like, working off their debt. Yeah. Um, uh, Joey just wanting to eat, like, yeah. treats and pizza. Yeah. Um, Monica being competitive. Um, Ross doing the, um, Janice line. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, eavesdropping through a door. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's all I have. All right, well, should we take a quick break? Yeah. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Okay, we're back and we are ready to talk Season 5, Episode 12 of How I Met Your Mother, which again is called Girls vs. Suits. Natalie, take it away. Uh, okay, so Ted's uh, being a professor and he like stops a group of kids from having like beer. Yeah. But then he um, takes some of the beer and drinks... Drinks it with Rachel Bilson. Yeah, Rachel Bilson from Who's Cindy, DOC. Character right? named Cindy. Yeah. And and also, never mind. I forgot the name of her other show. I was going to... No, the go other, ahead. Go ahead. No, because... By all means, go ahead. No, I... My, my, my mouth worked faster than my brain. I do not remember the name of the show, the show okay. that she was on. Um, so it ended up that he actually met Rachel Bilson before... What? I remembered it without looking it up. What's the name of the show? Heart of Dixie. Okay. Are you, are you relieved? Are you happy with yourself? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Um, so he's hitting it off with her, 
And she initially met him when she, when um, he walked into the wrong class, like Econ 301 or something, and she was in there, as was uh, their mother, right? Yeah. She was also in the class. We don't know who it is yet. Although, I wonder if we paused it on the classroom. And <laughs> Zoomed to, in? Yeah. But I hadn't cast her yet. Yeah. But at this point, I mean, you're saying the mother also... Because because you and I watching this know that Rachel Bilson is not the mother. Right. But watching this in 2010 or whatever, right. you're supposed to think this might be the mother. Right. Yeah. And we later learn that. Pretty quickly, or pretty early pretty on. Early but I think on. in this in this first scene, you're supposed to think that she's this might, the mother. This yeah. might be the mother. I never did. Um, I know you did, because we know. So, uh, meanwhile, they're... Um, they look downstairs from the window of the apartment, and McLaren has, like, a line around the block. And Barney understands why immediately, because there's uh, boobs and a hot bartender. Which, wasn't Heidi, like, already a hot bartender? Heidi's, yeah. He- Heidi's already yeah. a hot bartender. Yeah. And, like, all kinds of bars have hot bartenders. They don't have lines around the block all yeah. the time. I don't know. Or I guess maybe, maybe hey, maybe we're spoiled out here in L.A. Where all the bartenders, male the or female, are hot. everywhere, yeah. <laughs> um... But yeah, I I thought that that was like kind of rude to do to Heidi, you know. Yeah, I guess the only thing I can say is maybe Heidi is a server, not a bartender, because no, Carl's the bartender and Heidi like comes to their table, right? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Still, I. Yeah. Still, I guess. Heidi's plenty hot. Yeah. Um, and we never get this bartender's name, or do we? I don't think we do. Stacy Keebler is the actress. Hot bartender. Yeah. Um, oh these... yeah, Stacy Keebler. She was like in Maxim, right? Or the name sounds familiar, but I couldn't. She was in Maxim, or what was that other one? FHM. FHM, maybe. Um, anyway, so Barney is uh, just so enamored with hot bartender. And he has never scored a hot bartender, and then he lists off all of these other conquests that he's scored yeah. with. And um, like he walks up to order a drink, and she's nice to everyone but him. She's rude to him. Um, meanwhile, Marshall says to Lily, like, eh, she's okay. Like, she doesn't do it for me. I only have eyes for Lily. Um, Ted's at Rachel Bilson's apartment, and he's kind of looking at their things, and he f- sees the cute um, yellow bus, which is behind the kids. Yeah. Um, uh, Cindy says that she has a bit of a roommate complex, and he promises I'm not going to fall in love with her roommate, with your roommate, because I guess a lot of people fall in love with her roommate. Yeah. And she's sick of it. Um. We find out that hot bartender... Don't put a hat on our dog. I tried. She ran away. She knocked... Or I knocked my hat off the chair, which scared her. Yeah. And so then I tried to put the hat on her, and that just scared her that even more. That just made matters worse. Uh, IMDb says the bartender's name is Karina. I don't remember hearing her I name in the episode. I don't remember hearing her name either. Um, so Karina, um, it turns out she like dated a Wall Street guy, and now she hates suits. And obviously, Barney... <laughs> Um, we see like a, he's he's always wearing suits, obviously, um, but he even wears it when he's like. Um, we'll get to this in the funny. Okay, <laughs> okay. He wears a summer suit, basically. Um, okay, so Cindy gives a few of of, of the examples of why um, of what's cool about her roommate. She does like um, she makes breakfast while singing show tunes. She paints robots playing sports um my wife paints robots dancing yeah that's true i'm looking at one that you made right there that's true um isn't it called we got the beat isn't the name of that painting yes yeah it is called we got the beat i look at it every day um so they're on a date at a restaurant um barney decides to suit down (laughs) and wear like a casual t-shirt which kind of creeps me out i don't like it (laughs) Yeah, it's always weird when you. Yeah. It's like on um, on Angel when they would occasionally put David Boreanaz in something other than like black. Yeah. You know, like when he was like 
in a Hawaiian shirt or yeah. whatever. It'd always be super weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so Cindy is like, I don't think we should date. There's a policy about students and professors, and uh, Ted doesn't like that. Um, meanwhile, uh, Barney's being haunted by his closet. <laughs> And it's like chanting to him, like, yeah. and yeah. the door is like creaking open slowly. Yeah. Um, so he misses his suits. Um, he misses his suit so much he even goes into the bathroom at McLaren's and like puts his suit, puts his suit on just to take it off, and he accidentally rips it, and then yeah. he carries it through the city like a drowned child yeah. or like a someone needing help um and then he brings it to a tailor and then we get tim gun tv's tim gun yeah and um tim gun saves a day yeah even though he can't salvage the suit yeah he's gonna use the buttons and donate them and he convinces barney that he's doing the right thing then he helps barney to cremate the suit and puts it in an urn <laughs> so barney's carrying around the cremains of his suit um, let's see. Robin makes it back at McLaren. Robin makes the argument that um, she's not all that hot because she thinks she's the hottest girl at McLaren's, and she's explaining circumstantial hotness. And so she gets behind the bar and like rips off her ugly ass cardigan, cardigan to an uglier tank top of some sort. Bad. And then she does like a slow mo, like doing doing all the cocktails yeah porn shots and, and then what's like his wind name blowing in her face um the Carl. actual yeah carl's like yeah. what the hell are you doing <laughs> um and kicks her out but she doesn't want to leave yeah um back at cindy's um ted goes over there brings an umbrella the yellow umbrella um and then uh, cindy's like oh my roommate's in the shower and then Ted tries to convince her that, um, like, he really is into Cindy. For example, she has a unicorn's CD who will cut our hair when we're dead. When we're gone? When we're or gone. Is it, is it dead? I think uh, gone. But, um, <clears throat> and then Ted says, I have never met anyone else who yes. has this album. We've talked about this before. I, literally everyone so I knew in 2004 in had this phase. album. Yes. We yes. have that album. Yes. Um, she and also, by the way, we have it on vinyl. Because yes. we're cooler than Ted. She also has a book by T.C. Boyle. Mm -hmm, which I have never read any T.C. Boyle. Yeah. But I definitely have... Uh, I have at least one of his books. Okay. Yeah. Um, my former roommate, Cole, you've met... Uh, you've not met Cole. You've met his brother. Um, but he liked T.C. Boyle. Okay. Um, there's also a, a bass, and she plays bass in a band, and uh, Ted's like, God, that's cool. Yeah, so all the, the three things all he the picked out. the three things that he picked out are the things that belong to the roommate. Yeah. Um, Ted never gets to see her, but he glimpsed her foot, like coming from the shower to her bedroom. Mm -hmm. um, and then back at McClare... Oh, no, no, okay. So it works with um, the hot bartender, and she goes home with Barney and she opens his closet and she's like, oh my God, what is this? And yeah. she sees his like big suit collection and then she says like, choose me or the suits. And we get like a really fun musical through the streets of New York singing about suits. Yeah, nothing suits me like a suit. Nothing suits it's, me like a suit. It's really fun. It's really fun. It's really, like it's good musically. It's, it's well choreographed. It's good as a parody of musical. Yeah. Like I love the part yes. where He's singing about suits, but then each one of the other gang is like, but what about well, yeah, this? But yeah, what about this? Yeah. Like, it's so, it's so great. It's beautifully um, choreographed, and it's like singing in the rain meets... Inclusive, they put a lot of time and money into it, because there's even one part where he's, like, dancing past store windows, yeah. and the lyrics that he's singing are on the signs in the stores yes, behind him. It's, like, yeah. it's really well done. It's really well done, and he like jumps on a clothes rack and glides across the street like it it's beautifully performed yeah and of course the he's, real Neil Patrick Harris yeah, is a singer yeah I and would he's say, a Broadway singer so it's yeah. like kind of perfect so like um, congrats to the restraint of the writers for waiting five seasons to have him do a big musical number I would have wanted to do it right yeah, away if I were yeah here. so they're um, using utilizing his and let's not set. forget Alison Hannigan has her uh, experience uh, the Buffy musical episode yes that's you know? true that's true. Um, 
So even after that whole musical, he's back in his apartment and says to the hot bar- bartender, I, I choose you. Yeah. Um, but he's lying. He's lying. And he said what well, he says to the suits, you guys are fine. Yeah. And that's <laughs> that's the end of the episode. Oh, right. That is. Yeah. What did I miss? Um, no, no. The only thing I was like, I wanted to go back to like, Ted really should not be dating this like student. Like they have rules they have these rules mm-hmm. he's he's really, uh our dog just burped real loud yeah um anyway <laughs> uh, he's um putting his job at risk and he's i would say even more importantly because she's a student putting her scholarship at risk yeah. you know she's yeah. not like we get the impression she's in this at columbia on a scholarship like this is it's rude of him to be pursuing this yes um, after she broke it off for very good reasons. Um, the only other thing I wanted to point out, because we always point out um, uh, similarities to Seinfeld, mm-hmm. you know? When Barney says he's going to come back, he's going to suit down. He's like, he's like, and then before you know it, I'll be back on top. And then a few minutes later on the bottom, why should I do all the work? Yeah. When they're casting the pilot and Kramer... Is wants to meet with the guy who's going to play him to tell him as much about himself as possible. Uh-huh. He says he likes to be on the bottom during sex. Let her do all the work. Okay. <laughs> uh, but that's all I have. Okay. Funny, um, on the funniest moments. Okay. Um, so Tim Gunn saying, I'm sorry, Barney, I couldn't make it work. That was great. That was my first one. I'm sorry, yeah. Barney, I couldn't make it work. Yeah. Um, no, actually, my first one was... When Ted, when Bob Saget Ted is like, uh, is like, Barney always wears a suit, and it cuts to like summer two thousand nine, and yes. he's there's a still picture of him water skiing in yeah, a suit. He's water skiing in a suit of in two thousand summer two thousand nine. Yeah. Um, back to the Tim Gunn scene um, when he donates the buttons to a sick little jacket in the Upper East Side. Yeah. Um, and then my last one is. Uh, kind of at the, near the finale of the musical number, they like wave to the sky, and there's a suit, like not with a person, in just a suit, ascending to the heavens on angel wings. Yeah, I thought that was very funny. Um, also in that scene, oh no, no, when Ted's talking about um, his like ideal future, and he has uh, triplet schnauzers named Frank Lloyd and Wright. Yeah, <laughs> and then yeah. we get a little schnauzer. In a little suit. Oh, well, well I was going to oh. hang it, hold on to that for Make It Fashion. Oh, okay. Let's uh, let's do that, right? Well, okay, then I'll start. Normally, you would start with Make It Fashion, but okay. I'll, as a segue. Um, yeah, at the beginning of the musical number, there's a bit where Barney is, like, shooting lasers that, like, turn people's outfits into suits. And at one point, yeah, he turns a little dog into a suit, and the, yep. dog, the dog looks better than anyone in the entire episode. It's oh, yeah. a very well-dressed dog yeah. in, in a suit. Yeah. That's all I had for Make It Fashion. Because I've said before, I love Barney's passion for suits. I generally don't like his suits. Yeah. Um, so, um, Cindy is cute as hell. Rachel Bilson, she's adorable. Um, she had kind I, of... See, I, now I'm like Marshall with Stacey Keebler. Like, she's all right. Well, she has, like, kind of cute clothes compared to the other women on the show. Well, good for her. Um, uh, Robin, of course, is wearing a hideous statement necklace of a key and then a, like, weird fringe sleeveless blouse. Very cute. Our dog is very cute. Um, should we go in under the umbrella? Well, yeah, there's... It's not just a clever name. The actual umbrella is in the episode. The actual umbrella is in the episode... Um, Cindy calls her roommate a whore, so there's always a little. They they love the to use the word whore in this show. Yeah, they do. Um, we get a wait for it. Yeah, in in the musical number suits, but even before that, at the beginning, I'm gonna give up. Wait for it, suits. I don't remember when Barney says like he's gonna give up his suits. Yeah, for the hot bar. Yeah, he does that. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's actually great. In the musical number, they all get together, and it's like, nothing suits me like a wait, wait for it. And you're waiting for him to sing, and then it cuts to another angle, and Barney bursts out of a door and yeah. goes, suits. Um, also, we get a little slap. Uh, Marshall slaps Barney when That's he's, like, right. lusting over his suit That's just right. to get him away from him. Yeah. Because uh, 
Marshall comes like straight from work and he's wearing a suit. And Barney's like going through suit withdrawal. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like sniffing the suit. Yeah. yeah. Um. What what's next? Uh, I guess well, next would be my favorite thing uh, to not my favorite segment to introduce. That's later. My favorite segment is similarities. Okay. Uh, there weren't too many. Okay. But I will give a fun little spoiler for friends. There is also an issue of students and professors. Okay. Inappropriate relationships. Okay. So that's a little... Do you know about that? No, I'm trying to think, like, does Joey become, like, an acting instructor? Didn't he already... He already did that once, right? He did that. Yeah, this is different. Okay. I'm trying to... Because none of them is a professor. So I'm trying to think... All right. Um, Okay. Also, um, I guess... Kind of keeping secrets from roommates. I don't know if necessarily Cindy's like keeping a seat. Maybe she's keeping her roommate from Ted. Right, because... Because she's afraid they're going to fall in love. So kind of keeping secrets from roommates. Okay. Right? Um, Animal actors. Who do we have? We have... Well, we have the chicken, the duck... And then we also have... <laughs> the little dog. The dog. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Suits. Um, Rachel's wearing a, okay. a suit. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't think of a whole lot either uh, that were actually like episode to episode. Just like we spent a lot of time in bedrooms. In, mm-hmm. Like um, we were in Chandler's bedroom with with Monica Um but then we were also in Cindy's bedroom and in Barney's bedroom. I don't know. That's the only thing I think of. There's a lot of more bedroom interiors than we usually get. Yeah. Uh, but this isn't an episode to episode one. But Ross essentially cites the bro code. Yeah. You know? He doesn't yeah. call it that or anything. He calls it, like, the man code or something right. like that. Yeah. But uh, that's that's something. All right. Um, let's play favorites. Okay. Three, two, one. How, How I, I Met, Met Your, Your Mother. Mother. Yeah. This is a classic. Yeah. It's a great episode. It's a good one. And almost almost no objectionable stuff. Mm. You know, there was the, the word whore, but other than that, there wasn't like uh, uh, gay panic or fat phobia. There or, was a little bit. Like, if you don't think she's hot, you must be gay. Oh, and he's like, I am gay. Gay for you. Yeah. <laughs> That's cute. I guess. <laughs> All right. Uh Let's catch up on our correspondence. Ooh. We do have some. Um, I like that this is your favorite. It is. Yeah. Um, oh, see, I put out a call for correspondence um, or, or, or for questions for the other my other podcast, so I suddenly have a lot. Um... Well, Philip said about last week's episode, he said, I don't know if you noticed the, this, um, that there's an out-of-focus shot of Rachel last week when she's not gossiping. Hmm. But I hadn't noticed. Hmm. So. Um, Neither have I. Yeah. Um, okay, that might be it for Twitter. But I think, uh, yeah, let's move on to email, because I know I have some here. Uh, Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Um, Do you need me to vamp? Hold on. Okay, I think I just have the one here. Okay. From Steph. Okay. Um, Steph says... uh, Wait, see, this is what I'm saying. Like, Jen, I'm, I'm definitely missing something. Okay. Do you remember where? No, because Steph answered this in two different ways. Okay. Um, but anyway, because at some point, somewhere, Steph asked me about navy beans. Okay. And whether how that was different from Great Northern and Cannellini. Okay. Uh, but I can't remember where that was. Maybe she DM'd me on Instagram. Is that possible? No, I can't find it. I, but I know she. Uh, 
had a question, but she also sent an email because uh, we asked, what will the generation after Gen Z be called? And uh, Steph says that her Gen Z, meaning her Gen Z kid, says that she thinks the youngest will be called Gen Alpha. Okay. 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 She said, comparing Cannellini and Great Northern. According to the internet, the two are similar and can be substituted for the other, which is good because I've been using Great Northern ever since Tr- Trader Joe's stopped having cannellini beans. Yeah. Cannellini beans have a... Well, this is a thinker skin. I think she means thinner skin. And can be used for stews. Or a thicker skin. A thicker skin and can yeah. be used for stews. Yeah. Right. Well, I've been using Great Northern for soup. Um, soup. Great Northern are more delicate. I see, yeah, are more delicate and are used more for salads and baking. Okay. Um... Fun fact about me, when I was a kid, I called Great Northern Beans boy beans. No clue why. <laughs> um, um, I also I called pastrami choke meat because my dad... Your dad choked on it once? Choked on it once. Yeah. And I'll never live it down. It was very scary. And then I also call soy sauce bug juice. Um, okay, why do, do you, you call it bug juice? Um, I don't know. I don't remember. Do you have any fun names for things? Food-wise? I can't, nothing I can think of off the top of my head. Um, yeah. I'm also weirded out that Jen, or Jen, I was looking at the word next Jen, that Steph, I know Steph reached out to us somewhere and I can't figure out where. Maybe it was on the BP website? That's what I was looking at, but I, we have too much fucking spam lately, so or I maybe couldn't Twitter? tell. Uh, no, I was just on Twitter, so it wasn't there. Okay. Um, anyway. So, uh... Steph, remind me where you sent that other email about navy beans, or other other correspondence about navy beans, because I can't find it now. Um, uh, she says, now I should end this email with at least some friends or how many other content. According to IMDb Trivia, the part where Ross accidentally slaps himself trying to pull up his other pants was not scripted, but left in. A classic friends moment. Um, I don't know if that's true. You can't tr- trust IMDb Trivia. It's all just user-generated. People can, see people can make stuff up. Yeah. Um, or I could see it being something that like happened in a rehearsal and they were like, Oh, let's use let's that. that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then she also says, I'm sorry. Now this is just on my side here. She says, I like Ross's hair. Hmm. Cause I also like Ross's longer hair this season. All right. Yeah. It's a little too greased up for me, but to each their own. I, don't know. I think I might like grow my hair out and grease it up. Okay. <laughs> well, I still can. Very soon, I won't be able to. Yeah. I'm getting getting thinner up there. Um, or am I getting thinker up there? No, yeah. that's thicker. Uh, all right, what's the next segment we normally do? I'm way off. Uh, oh, yeah, my next segment is my favorite segment to introduce. It's called How Were We Doing? This is where we look at what was happening in the world on the days these episodes aired. One second. Season 5, episode 12. <laughs> Friends... <laughs> Which, again, was called The One with Chandler's Work Laugh, aired on Thursday, January 21st, 1999. Uh, And in one of the largest drug busts in American history, the United States Coast Guard intercepts a ship with over 9,500 pounds of cocaine headed for Houston, Texas. Um, Died on this day the actress Susan Strasberg, who... um, it's not super famous, but this leapt out to me because I actually just recently, for the first time, saw a movie that she was in uh, called Capo, K-A-P-O, which is um, from the 50s, I think. But it's about, she plays an Italian Jew who is sent to a concentration camp and then, in order to survive, becomes a capo, which is like, she gets put in charge of the other Jews in her bunk or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so she's essentially working for the SS. So she's hated by the rest of the Jews, but is um, just doing it to stay alive. Um, It's a really great movie. It's from uh, directed by Gila Pontecorvo, who made the battle of Algiers, his most famous, but yeah, Capo K A P O. So for the first time, uh, can't recommend it highly enough. Top five songs in this day in the U S Oh, I like this song. Um, at number five, Eagle Eye Cherries, Save Tonight. I go down, gone tomorrow. Tomorrow I'll be gone, save tonight. Uh, at number four, R. Kelly, I'm your angel. Angel. At number three, Britney Spears, hit me maybe one more time. 
Right? Yeah. Uh, number two, our favorite song, Deborah Cox's Nobody's Supposed to Be Here. <laughs> Why are you laughing? You love my voice? No, I love it. Okay. Uh, number one, Brandy, Have You Ever? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You're about to fake it till you make it there. Was, yeah. yeah. Are you looking it up now? Yeah. Uh, in the meantime, season five, episode 12 of How I Met Your Mother, Girls vs. Suits, aired on Monday, January 11th, 2010, into the 2010s now. Um, go ahead. No, I don't. No. No. Um, on this day in 2010, this is a sad one, but it's a sad one from thousands and thousands of years ago. Um, a tomb near the pyramids in Egypt that is full of the slaves who were used to b- build, build the pyramids, pyramids. is oh, discovered. Gosh. Yeah. Uh, very sad. Yes. Um, died on this day. Two weeks, in, or it's rare that uh, two on the same, we have a famous, or at least to me, famous dads. This is obviously Susan Strasberg and this one are both like me as uh, a film buff, but uh, the great French film director Eric Romare uh, passed away on this day. And unless I'm mistaken, I think you and I visited his grave. Was it at the same? Yeah. This, uh, is it called Montparnasse? Is that what it's called? Yes. The cemetery where Jacques Demy and Nadine Sfarda are buried and yeah. uh, Alain Rene, all these people from like the French New Wave and stuff. And I think, I want to say Eric Romare's grave was there too. And also, um, Gainsborough, uh, Gainsbourg? Uh, Serge? Yeah. Yeah, Serge yeah. Gainsbourg, yeah. Uh, yes, that's true. So, uh, R.I.P. Eric Romare. Um, I, I like his, his movies. Don't tell the young people about his movies. They're not necessarily, uh, you know, PC. Mm. <laughs> There's an entire, one of his best movies is called Claire's Knee, which is an entire movie about an adult man who wants to get his goal for the entire summer is to get this teenage girl to like him enough that she'll allow him to place his hand on her knee and leave it there. That's the entire goal of the movie. (laughs) Um, I mean, we don't have to be on the side of all the people in the movies we like, right? Yes, we do. Oh, we do? Mm -hmm. We only watch movies about good people. Oh, yes. Okay. Don't watch much. (laughs) Uh, at number five, um, the uh, Crime Against Humanity, The Abomination That Is Fireflies by Owl City. Top five okay. songs in the U.S. <laughs> Jackson um, disagrees. I know Jackson disagrees, but uh, um, it's very bad. At number four, Jay-Z's Empire State of Mind. Concrete jungle where dreams are made of. At number three, Ayaz Replay. Uh, at number two, Lady Gaga. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, God, it's such a great song. It's such a great song. Uh, At number one, Kesha, TikTok. Again, you and I both pro-Kesha. TikTok's not my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, That's it for that segment. Let's move on to our final segment, which is called Challenge Accepted. This is where we try to predict what's going to happen next week on both shows, Armed Only with Knowledge. Of the episode titles. But let's see how we did last week. You, I said Chandler has a fake laugh he uses to be polite at work, and it accidentally comes out amongst the friends. Feelings are wounded. What do you think? Um, yeah. I mean, it came out amongst think, one of the friends. I think Monica. pretty much nailed it. It wasn't quite what I was saying, because... I thought that all the friends, like, I, I was seeing, for seeing, like, Joey making fun of his laugh and stuff like that. Yeah. It's just Monica. But that's still, like, amongst that's the friends, right? good, yeah. I'd all give right. it to you. Okay. If it were closer, I wouldn't give it to myself, but I'm, you're so far ahead of me, it doesn't matter anyway. Um, girls versus Suits, you said the gang play a saucy game in which one of them will end up in the all together. <laughs> <laughs> you were way off. Yeah. Uh, the only naked person in the episode is Ted's future wife, uh, and she's on the other side of a door. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, do you remember? 
At our old apartment, there were two, there were four apartments in the building, two mm-hmm. on each level. Mm-hmm. And our front door was right outside the bathroom window of our neighbor. Mm-hmm. And every once in a while, we'd like come home yep. or leave, yep. and I'd hear the shower, and I'd go, Natalie, there's a naked man on the other side of that wall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to vamp for a second? Oh, sure. Pizza sprinkle seasoning. Organic yellow corn taco shells. Organic mayonnaise. Okay. Season five. Lucky number 13. The one with Joey's bag. The one with Joey's bag. Oh, yeah. I remember this. It's not a good one? This... The idea is a eye roller. Um, okay. I don't like when you give me clues, but that did lead me to... What if Joey has a Barney-like bag of secret weapons he uses to bag chicks? Okay. Okay. Okay, Joey... I'm going to literally just say what I said. Has a Barney-like bag of secret weapons he uses to bag chicks. Although I feel like Joey's so smooth, like, he doesn't need, like, bullshit props like Mm, Barney does. Yeah, you're probably right. Season 5, episode number the 13th. Lucky number 13 of How I Met Your Mother is entitled Jenkins. Jenkins? Jenkins. Okay. Jenkins is going to be. Sounds like someone someone works with. Maybe someone at um, Marshall and Barney's office. I'm not giving you any clues. Okay. So Jenkins is uh, someone that Marshall and Barney work with, and Jenkins is uh, inappropriate, and they try to kill him. No, they try to get him fired. Jenkins, Marshall, and Barney's, uh, 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 body co-worker? Body colleague. Body colleague. That's good. I want your body. <laughs> <laughs> I need your body. Uh, um, would you say behaves inappropriately? Yeah. Is that, is that good? I think that's good. Okay. Do you think that's a good guess? I do, but I um, cannot spell inappropriately. There we go. Two, two N's. No, it's just one N. Two P's. Two P's the first time, one P the second time. Got it. Yeah, d- um, difficult stuff. When I start to write, like, necessary, <laughs> I get it wrong. Yeah, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Yeah. Um, that's it. That's the episode. We did it all. Yeah. So uh, you can find this podcast wherever you found it. You're already good at that. Well done. You can um, also reach out to us, uh, the one where I met your mother at gmail.com. Uh, Is this a new review? Twitter.com slash Davy Pretension. Well, I'll get to that in a second. Um, Twitter.com slash Davy Pretension. Um, and uh, leave a comment at battleshipretension.com if you want. Or however the hell... Steph wrote me some sort of correspondence that I now yeah. can't find about navy beans. I, I truly can't remember where it is now. Um, or maybe Elon Musk's Twitter just ate it. Maybe That's happened it, before. Yeah, ate it up like Great Northern beans. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or boy beans. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Uh, is that it? You, that's where you can find... Yeah, and check out my other podcast, uh, Battleship Pretensions. We talk about movies. Um, that's where you can find me, Natalie. Where do you want people to find you on the internet? I don't, but if you like this episode, you should rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your mothers. Um, when you open up the app that you listen to this podcast and you can give us five stars. Right? Yeah, and yeah. You and you can write a review. A little um, review. I don't see a new review. I do you? Like, is that? I mean, no, it's that's, not. No, we've we, read that one. Yeah, we read that one before. Okay. Yeah, we only have a few. Um, but every time you open it, I think you can rate us. It would help. It uh, helps people find us. Yeah. Um, yeah. Until next time, we'll see you at the right place at the right time. <laughs>